0: This is episode 78 How to Know If Leaving a Relationship Is the Right Thing to Do with Anna. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice, as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you for listening, and thank you for sharing about the show. I love when I see Instagram posts or Facebook posts or tweets about over it and on with it, and it really helps to get this kind of work out in the world. So thank you for spreading the love. And this weekend, I'm off to spread some love. It's my signature retreat. And I know that there was a super long wait list for this. So don't worry, there will be another one if you didn't get a chance to come to this one. And I do have Bali coming up. So we're starting to enroll for Bali. Last year's Bali retreat was Beyond Magical. Words cannot even explain it. You can talk to anyone that went. It was just off the charts in so many ways. And not only is it an opportunity to do personal development work and connect with me and connect with other like-minded women, but I've been going to Bali for, gosh, almost 10 years now. And it's been a huge healing place for me. And so I'm super tapped into the resources that are kind of off the tourist track there. So you get a very authentic Balinese experience in addition to all the retreat work. And if you have some objections coming up about, oh, I can't afford it and I have kids and I can't take time off, but you really want to do it, I want to share a story. So recently we had a woman enroll who really, really thought that she wasn't going to be able to do it. And she wrote this testimonial to me, this email to me sharing her excitement and celebration. And I want to share it with all of you. So she wrote, it's all coming together. I became familiar with your work through your podcast. And the more I listened, the more I needed to experience a retreat myself. Since this is a big birthday year for me, I thought one of your retreats would be a meaningful way to celebrate and honor myself. When the dates of the signature retreat didn't work out for me, I became discouraged. But then the Bali retreat dates were announced. And it turns out it's even closer to my actual birthday, even better. I got to work on figuring out the finances and then became discouraged again when it was looking like I wouldn't be able to pull it off. Jill... And you guys all know of Jill. She's worked with me for seven years and then rolls all our retreats and comes with us. Anyway, she has been so great along the way, helping me to realize I could be resourceful in making this happen if I felt called to participate. She invited me to reflect on times when I pulled my resources to provide enriching opportunities for my children and reminded me that I'm worthy of the same. We started brainstorming ways I could financially make it possible and came up with an idea. I sat on the idea for a week before I found the courage to pursue it, realizing I was closing the door on an amazing experience by not making the attempt. I was saying no to myself before anyone else could. Well, the idea actually worked even better than I expected. I figured out what I needed to cover the cost of the retreat. I figured out my budget, how the balance could be paid off before the trip, and I will have earned enough points through a new credit card to cover my flight. It's all happening. I'm going to Bali. It's so exciting and it feels so right. So if you feel an urge to come, if you feel an urge to come to Bali to connect with me, please don't let excuses stop you. There's always a way to make something possible. And Jill is amazing at helping you figure out how to do it. So email her, jill at christinehasler.com. I truly believe that everyone that comes on a retreat with me has a divine appointment. So if you're feeling that call, listen to it. Okay, so today we are back to the topic of relationships, specifically about how to know whether ending a relationship is quote unquote the right thing to do. Well, really, there is no right or wrong when it comes to ending anything, be it a romantic relationship, job, or friendship. I had an interesting conversation with a friend of mine who got a job that he thought was a major score because it was in the field he wanted to work in. But after three months, he started to realize that he really wants to be an entrepreneur and create his own hours. He also saw what the industry was actually like, and it was far different than he expected, and it really didn't align with most of his core values but he continued to stick it out, work miserable hours while also moonlighting at what he wants to do because he didn't want to quit. And I get that giving up or getting out of something just because it's hard or takes work is quitting, but opting out of something, choosing out of something that is not a fit, that is not in alignment with your values after you really have given it your all is a self-honoring choice. And it's important to really know that distinction. So how do you know if you're quitting and giving up too early versus when something has just reached its expiration date? Well, this is exactly what I cover in my coaching session with Anna today. She's at a point in her marriage where she really wants to leave, but is very conflicted as to whether or not it's quote unquote the right thing to do. She's racked with guilt, self-doubt, and the opinions of others are drowning her own inner voice. Listen, making a choice to leave something that is really good on paper or that you've made a commitment to or a vow to is a difficult choice. I know this personally. It brings up the question of integrity. We feel too guilty to leave because we've made a promise. That's how I felt when I was considering leaving my marriage. Or we feel too scared to leave because there's no guarantee that if we do, things will be better. Also how I felt. But I'll tell you what I told my friend who admitted his own pride was keeping him at his miserable job because he didn't want to be seen as a quitter, which is this. Please don't let your pride trump your passion. Please don't let what other people may think of you drown out your own inner knowing. If your own wisdom, if your own intuition, your own gut feeling is nudging you out of something, listen to it despite what others tell you you should do. And often we think we're keeping our word when sticking with something that we're not happy with. But honestly, being in a relationship or job we don't like is not honest or fair to the employer or other person. I wouldn't want an employee that wasn't psyched to work for me or a boyfriend who wasn't psyched to be in a relationship with me. I'd rather them go find a better fit and give me the opportunity to do the same. So as you're listening to my coaching session with Anna, consider, are you in a situation, a job or relationship, or even where you live that has reached its expiration date? You really feel like it's time to leave, but you don't want to quit. Are you paying more attention to the opinions of others rather than your own voice? Did you leave a situation like a relationship, but feel tremendous guilt about it and think you're such a bad person? And do you tend to jump from relationship to relationship thinking that somehow it will be different or finally give you what you need? And before we dive into the session, I wanna remind you of the offer from FreshBooks. It's a 30-day unrestricted trial to my listeners. And FreshBooks is a super easy online accounting software that's completely transformed how freelancers and small business owners deal with their day-to-day paperwork. Really takes the paperwork out. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. It's a fantastic way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. Systems and organization are key to success. My business really changed when I got all that down. FreshBooks is packed with powerful features like creating and sending professional invoices, setting up online payments, seeing when your client has seen your invoice, so you can put an end to the guessing game. And the most important thing for everyone listening is that getting started is really, really, really easy on FreshBooks, even if you're not a numbers person. So again, please take advantage of their 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. Just go to freshbooks.com Christine and enter over it and on with it in the how did you hear about us section. And we'll put all that info in the show notes. And now on to my coaching session with Anna. Anna, welcome to the show. What's your question?
1: Hi, um, I am in the midst of leaving a marriage and um, facing a lot of opposition from my family, um friends, and uh, my husband also does not want me to leave. And I just kind of wanted to find a way to think about whether I'm making this decision from a place that is kind of grounded. Um, and make sure I'm not making the decision out of a place of fear. Mm. And how old are
0: you and how long have you been married?
1: Um, I'm 29 and I've been married for four and a half years. Okay.
0: And why are you feeling called to leave?
1: Um, it's kind of a multitude of things rather than just one thing. Um, he's a great guy. I just feel that I, I can't really pursue the, the life that I'm interested in with him, we're all just kind of tugging in different directions. And I also just feel like I, I love him more as like a best friend and a brother and
0: not as um, like a life partner. Okay. Why did you marry him in the first place? Um, I married him
1: um, because we were both, we were both raised in very conservative religious households um, and we're beginning to question that towards the end of our time in college. We knew each other there and he made me feel like I really had a safe place for all my questions. I was really afraid of, of leaving my faith mm-hmm. and I, I kind of had a lot of doubt throughout the relationship when we were dating and would think of breaking up, but decided kind of that, um, you know, I could trust him with everything and that if I decided to commit to him, maybe it would teach me how to commit to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was not really, I see now, I, God doesn't work that way. <laughs> so once, I guess I kind of started to look at what I wanted in life in the past year or so. I feel like I've kind of gone through an awakening. I kind of, I, I guess I, I don't need or, or want that anymore. If that makes sense. That meaning what? Oh, uh, me, that person, you kind of, um, make me feel safe. Okay. Okay. Kind of like safe for myself and for making a mistake.
0: Okay. So you kind of married him when you were in a time of fear, and look oh, to yes, him definitely. to be your security blanket. Okay. And so why are yeah. you questioning now whether you're making the decision from a grounded place or from a place of fear? What's causing you to question your choice?
1: Um, I think it's just because like we were so comfortable together and my family really, really loves him. Um, he's one of my brother's best friends. Um, he wasn't before we married, but has become that. And my family is my parents, my brother, um, and his wife are just really, really having a hard time, um with the thought of me leaving and you know, have voiced things like it's it's tearing mm-hmm. the family apart. And and my husband doesn't really kind of see anything wrong. His his view is just, you know, well, I made a vow and I'm gonna stick to that and, you know, we can um we can change this. We can work on it. And uh, I'm just in a place where I don't even want us to work out.
0: Yeah. So that doesn't sound like fear to me. That sounds like a concern about what other people are going to think. Yeah. I guess I'm a, I'm
1: kind of afraid of their predictions coming true. Um, they, Which they are. Uh, well, that I'll regret it. Um, that I'll be, you know, miserable. Um if I decide to go down this path that, um, you know, that my husband really is good for me and, um, that this just is, it's just not a good decision and it's going to tear a family apart and be really, really painful Mm -hmm.
0: and we'll kind of never recover from it. And what scares you about staying?
1: I think what scares me about staying is, I guess I kind of see if I stay with him I could be okay but I would only be living half a life. Mm -hmm. Um I guess it it kind of always feels I I just don't see us wanting to even do the same things like on the weekend, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, you know, I'm like, Well, let's go for a hike with our dog and he wants to you know, he has work to do or he
0: just doesn't want to go. When you've talked to him about your concerns and what you're looking for and the things that matter to you, is he just completely resistant to growing in any of the ways in which you're growing?
1: I don't think so. I think it's just going to take him a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of like for the time that we've been married, um, he's always been like, I'm going to change this and had plans for change, and they just never really right. materialized right. Well, I've gone to therapy and worked on myself. And, um, you know, not that he's not a wonderful person, he is, but I just kind of feel like I would be waiting around forever and that we're just not moving at the same speed and I'm
0: wanting right. to, like, run ahead. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, Anna because it's really not about him changing or changing him. You kind of have two choices here. Either you change the way you look at him. Like you can stay in this marriage and be happy, not just comfortable, but actually happy if you change the way you see him. If you completely appreciate him for everything that he is if you really stay in your feminine and let him be the man, so you have that polarity that moves you out of the best friend zone and actually gets that tension and sexual chemistry going again. And that doesn't mean, you know, being submissive and doing whatever he says. That just means being more in your feminine energy, um, being more playful and, and kind of creating the attraction that you're longing for and accepting him for 100% exactly how it is right now and getting your needs for growth and uncertainty and all those things met outside the marriage. And by that, I don't mean going and having an affair, but I mean going and having friends and having your people that you can get that connection with because one person can't be everything. So my first question for you is, do you feel that you have done 100% of what you could possibly do to give this to your all. Because I, when it comes to marriage or when it comes to any relationship, I never coach people towards forever. I coach them more towards have you learned what you needed to learn? So if you are going to move on, if it has reached an expiration date, you know, can you really leave feeling complete so you don't repeat this pattern down the road and so you don't regret leaving someday? And, and really the only time we regret is when we go back and realize we didn't give it our all. So can you say that you have really given this your all?
1: I think, I think I did, but without communicating it to him. And Mm -hmm. so it was too late for him to change, like by go to therapy, like I had expressed by the time I communicated to him that, like, I'm going to leave, we, you know, like, I want to leave and had him, you know, asking me to go to therapy that I just felt kind of completely done. Kind of like I'd been waiting and waiting and just
0: didn't have anything kind of left to give. But can you see how that's really not fair? Because you, yeah. you were collecting evidence all this time and setting him up to fail. Yeah. So yeah. here's the deal, Anna. You want out like that's abundantly clear so much so that (laughs) you, you kind of like sabotage it and let it get to the point where, you know, he has so much catching up to do that. There's no way he's going to be able to do it on the timeline you've put him on. So that's the thing is like, you know, I could give you all kinds of ideas of what you can do, but you're, you're, you're already out. Yeah. So what advice do you need?
1: I guess how to deal with the guilt, the pain that I've caused him because it didn't happen in a way that we could both be equal, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, really, you were doing the best you could. It's easy for us to look at it now and come up with a list of ways you could have done it quote unquote better. But I think you needed it to get bad and you needed it to be unfixable to give you the courage to leave. Because it sounds like you married for safety and security, not for true partnership and love. And different relationships fulfill different purposes. And this sounds like it was one that you kind of projected safety and security onto him. And now that you found that in yourself, now that you've deepened in your personal growth and your spiritual connection, it's like you don't, quote unquote, need him for that anymore. And so on your end, it does feel like it's hit an expiration date. Right. Right. And I understand there's a lot of sadness that comes with that. And I understand the feelings of guilt come up with that. But if you're not all in, then it's not loving to him to stay. A lot of times people Uh stay because they don't want to hurt the other person, but I don't know about you, but I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me. Yeah. Even though this may not be what he wants now or what your family wants or anything, it doesn't sound like you're willing to really love and accept him for who he is and where he is. It sounds like you really want something different. And so unless that changes, it's not loving to him to stay. He deserves someone that loves him totally and completely and wants to be with him. And you deserve that as well.
1: I guess I just kind of wanted permission that it's okay for me to not want to be with him. Because that it feels like a betrayal. Yeah. And I promise I mean.
0: Yeah, I understand that. And that's the tricky thing about, about vows and marriages and the promise for, of forever that we make. So what would support you in leaving with integrity? Because you can do this with love, but that doesn't mean that you become a doormat, right? That doesn't mean that you Allow yourself just to sit in guilt because that's not going to help anybody. Your guilt isn't going to make him feel better. It's not going to make you feel better. Guilt is a completely useless emotion. Yeah.
1: Let's see. Um, I think one thing I could do, um, would be to, I've had some, we've had some resentment around money and the way it's been used in marriage. And so um, he he's asking for um, a certain amount, um, even though he, he makes more just to kind of split things and make them even. And so I've had some bitterness about that, but I think we need to give that money with just generosity and acceptance. And not resentment and bitterness could be a step towards leaving with
0: integrity. Okay. And what do you think you need to take responsibility for and really own and apologize for?
1: Oh, for not voicing, um, for not finding my voice. For um, not really, you know, I didn't feel listened to you because, I wasn't making myself heard mm-hmm. um, and for keeping too much and for not trying to be a whole person for trying to trust him with the entire relationship instead mm-hmm. of also taking the reins alongside him.
0: Yes. And when you do talk to him, Anna, I would really encourage you to be, You know, to really be in your power, not in a powerful way, but an empowered way. You don't want to make yourself a criminal here, right? Because a lot of times we go into that kind of over responsibility. At the same time, you need to take 100% responsibility for your 50%. And so as you're talking to him, really, really, really deeply and with feeling, acknowledge him because his masculinity is threatened. His heart is broken. He probably feels like a failure. And if you can really acknowledge and appreciate everything that he's done for you, the kind of man that he is, and really help him understand that this is really an Anna thing, you know, and that what you value and what you've, you you couldn't have predicted that you'd kind of open up and have the kind of desires for growth that you have now, right? So You couldn't have predicted the kind of changes that you've had right now, and but you still have to take ownership of them and really, really, really acknowledge him. And the thing about the family and people there, no one can understand our lives except us. And no one can understand what it's like to be married to him except you. And so what you can say to them is, I understand that you love me and I understand your feedback and advice is coming from concern. And I hear it. And I just need you to trust me on this. And if you can't be supportive, then just don't say anything at all. This is a big, big initiation for you, Anna, in stepping into your power on all levels. And stepping in by power too, I mean like you're speaking your voice and speaking up for yourself. You know, a big reason you're in this situation is because you didn't speak up and you took the safe route. So let this be a major, major lesson because you don't want to do this again in a marriage, in a job, oh, in any time. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. And so this isn't just about speaking your truth with love and with acknowledgement to him and with ownership language, not you made me feel this way, but I feel this way, you know, like really use I language and really take responsibility, but also having boundaries with your family and what people are telling you and Cause it's like, this sounds like it's a pattern. And if we, you know, had longer, I'd go back to where this all began, that I have a feeling at a very young age, you lost your voice and other people told you what to do. And other people's opinions became stronger than your own. And so all of that has set up choosing into this marriage. And it's probably taking an expectation hangover of this severity where you feel, um, sort of the damage that not listening to your truth can do. A lot of times something yeah. this severe needs to happen. So it's a wake-up call for how damaging not listening to our inner truth, our inner voice, knowing that safety and security lies within, that we can be very reckless if we're not listening to that inner voice and standing for ourselves and creating our own sense of security and safety.
1: Yeah. I I think I was always afraid that if I trusted my, I just couldn't be a trustworthy person, that trusting myself would somehow lead me in dangerous ways or like maybe essentially I was a bad person. So I needed to trust other voices in order to kind of guard myself
0: from that, if that makes sense. What made you think you were a bad person?
1: Um, I don't know. I think I was just, you know, as a kid um like as a small kid I guess I just always felt that you know I was I was quiet and shy but I felt kind of like out of control on the inside Mm -hmm. um and so just you know drawing on walls sometimes and then I would feel compelled to go confess it to my parents um I just kind of had this this sense that I was you know not maybe just like not essentially like a good person that maybe essentially I was kind of angry and selfish.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that may be some religious conditioning as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what happens when we have the belief that we're like bad inside is we end up creating experiences that reaffirm that. So another big part of going through this separation is you've got to forgive yourself for buying into the misunderstanding that you are a bad person or are a bad person, or that doing this makes you a bad person. Yes, it's not ideal. Yes, you can take ownership for it. Yes, you can take ownership of the fact that you weren't really truthful with yourself, but you've got to forgive yourself for buying into the misunderstanding that you're bad You're not bad, Anna. You're not a bad person. You deserve happiness just like everybody else does, (laughs) just like your husband does. But that happiness never comes from an outside source. That's something that is our birthright, that we can all feel. But this is a really big one to let go of because otherwise you'll keep kind of bouncing between doing quote unquote, what you think is the right thing, but denying your voice and then finally listening to your voice and thinking you're bad. So part of what's kind of paired up here is when you listen to your deepest desires, that's what makes you bad. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And that's not true. So in this situation, how can you honor your desire and honor your truth, but not believe you are bad. Why would any of this make you bad? I guess it would
1: just be acknowledging that the partner that I wanted at 24, it's okay if that's not the partner that I now want at almost 30 and for the rest of my life, um, mm-hmm. right. and that that's just change, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's just development. And here's the thing, truth is never bad. Truth sometimes mm. hurts, <laughs> truth can be uncomfortable, but truth is never bad. And as crazy as this sounds, we can't quote unquote hurt other people. People are responsible for their feelings. So when you know your husband, he's responsible for how he walks through this, and this could be the biggest gift in his life. This could be a huge wake up call for him. The truth. It is. <laughs> well, but you can't be attached to that to make yourself feel better. No, no, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I just,
1: I just want what's best for him,
0: and this, I guess. Well, I know that, but again, not your job, right? Your job, truth and love. And truth and love says, I'm not loving him in a way that he wants to be loved. Again, I go back to, it's not temporarily. It may seem better for you to stay, but in the long run, if you're already out, that's not loving to him.
1: And it's it's okay to just accept that I don't want to love him and accept him
0: the way that he's asking to be loved. That's Yeah. Well it sounds like hard. it sounds like right now you're not capable of it. And right. what may need to happen is you, you know, if your whole life has sort of been outside in and following other people's advice, you may need this break to go and discover yourself so that you can really love someone. And Anna, please do not get in a relationship with someone else. Hey, okay. If you're going to do this, make a commitment to yourself to spend at least a year minimum, I'd say two, not dating, really focused on you, healing, finding your voice, reframing these misunderstandings that you've accumulated. Like if you really are saying, I want to discover myself, I want to find myself, then honor that and go find it. Don't just find the nice, next bright, shiny object in the form of a guy. And get all excited about that and think, oh, that's love. And then find yourself in the same situation. So another big part of being in integrity here, because that was one of the words you used earlier, is really be clear about, you know, why you're leaving inside of you that truth and honor that. You know, that was a big thing for me when I left my marriage is... You know, I was saying I wanted growth and our values didn't align. And for a short while, I started to kind of date someone else. And then I I just really got, oh my gosh, I'm completely out of integrity. I'm not really honoring what I said I would do and why I was leaving. I'm just jumping into something else. And I stopped it and didn't date at all for almost two years. And that was hugely important for me.
1: As something I need to hear. I actually have just started to date someone else and I realize it's not like the advice I would give a friend is to not do it. So. Yeah.
0: And that's really, yeah. you know, that's in terms of being hurtful to him. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, and the other guy, it, again, is just you looking for ways out. Stop collecting evidence. Stop true. pulling away. Stop trying to sabotage it and just honor your truth and deal with it and be a grown up yeah. and move in truth and love and have so much compassion, sweetheart, for yourself because you're not the bad guy here. And so find people in your life, friends that can support you, Thanks. friends that really are a stand for you being a stand for yourself. And that doesn't mean bad mouthing him. That's not good either. But really just acknowledging you and saying, Anna, acknowledge your courage. I know this is hard. You're going to get through this. Just keep speaking your truth. Keep moving forward in love. That's really good to hear. But you need to go date you. You need to be a partner to you to have this kind of partnership that you say you want. Yeah.
1: You're exactly right. I'm I'm just
0: distracting and settling right now. Yep. And sabotaging and continuing to do quote unquote things that make you bad. Yeah. Like dating this other guy. That's an example of color. It's like you coloring on the walls.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) You're exactly right. Oh, man. Okay.
0: Gosh, this has been hugely helpful. <laughs> yeah. So stop coloring on the walls and deal with the thing that's making you want to color. Okay. Okay. That's oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. How do you feel?
1: I feel a lot better. I feel that I've kind of, I felt, I've kind of felt divided um, because I, I do feel like leaving is something that I 100% want to do, but I've also felt guilty about this other relationship. And so it it kind of makes sense that just because I feel guilty about the relationship doesn't necessarily mean that leaving is not the right thing to do, but it's clouding it up and it's it's not making the process as clean and as fruitful.
0: Right. It can be for me. And remember, it's not about right or wrong. It's about truth and integrity. Because there is no right, wrong, That's good, bad. I need to
1: hold on to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's something I need to hold on to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay,
1: thank you, Christine.
0: Thank you to Anna for being so honest. And Listeners, I really want you to notice what came up for you in that call. Did you resonate with what she was saying and really wanted to give her permission to go? If so, what do you need to give yourself permission to do? Or did lots of judgment come up? Either of her or even me for supporting her decision to separate from her marriage. If so, just look at where you may be holding some right wrong beliefs inside yourself that may be holding you back or keeping you stuck in some area of your life. Now, I am definitely a stand for commitments, for marriage, for relationships. It is my intention to begin by looking at how the relationship can be saved and consequently improved whenever I'm coaching anyone who's thinking about leaving. I believe any relationship takes work and can be transformed. And I've seen and experienced enough to know that sometimes it doesn't serve either person to stick together just because they made a commitment. If there's a drastic difference in values and vision. Now notice in the beginning with Anna, I really did start by seeing if there was any way to save this marriage. But as you could tell from the call, she was already convinced. And when a client is clear, it's not my job or the job of any coach to coach them into thinking what we think is right. It is our job to really honor where they are and then help them move forward with the choice in the most loving, honest way and support them in really learning the lessons that the choice is bringing up for them. So you heard in the session with Anna that when she married him, she was looking for safety, almost someone to rescue her from herself. She was really not in a place to be a good partner. She was more focused on what she could get and was not yet connected to what she could give or her own values, what she really truly wanted in life. Also, she was carrying around a judgment of herself that she was bad. And when we believe we are bad or tainted inside in some way, we pick people that make us look better or feel like we will be better. Instead of dealing with her own shadow, we look to someone else who's really good on paper to save us or make us good. So now Anna has an opportunity to deal with her own shadow. So not only can she choose a partner from a healthier place, but she can also be a healthier partner. Which is why I advised her no dating. She keeps looking to men to rescue her from herself. And no more of that. If she's just gonna leave her marriage to go date somebody else, then why even leave? She's really gotta leave to go find herself. Now I also wanna talk about guilt. It's a completely useless emotion. It really isn't even emotion, it's a feeling. It's a feeling created by thoughts. We feel guilty when we're judging ourselves for doing something quote unquote bad or wrong and we think suffering through the feeling of guilt somehow makes it better. No. So to move her out of guilt, I coach her to really get honest with herself And look more at the fear of what would happen if she stayed versus only looking at all the guilt and fear that was coming up if she left. First of all, she'd end up resenting him and maybe even the people that are telling her to stay. And she wouldn't really be a good wife because she doesn't want to be in it. And she's already doubting her ability to trust herself. So she'd probably act out and was already on her way to an affair. So it's time for her, like I said, to be in relationship with herself and to learn to trust herself. Trusting ourselves is majorly important. If you wanna live in integrity, you've gotta have self-trust. And PS, trust is the theme we're focusing on in Inner Circle, that's my membership community where we embody equality every month. So go to Christine Hasser slash Inner Circle and join us there so you can really start to embody some of these qualities that really will change not only how you feel inside, but also what you attract. So for Anna, my sense is she's just not yet in a place where she can really be a loving, accepting wife to him. So even though it may look or sound bad to leave him, it's actually a more loving thing to do than staying in a marriage and not accepting him and wanting him to change. Again, sticking it out with someone or sticking it out in a job you hate isn't really honoring to them. And to all my listeners who are not yet married yet and really, really want to, please wait to marry until you're really in a place where you're not looking for someone to fill a void, meet a need, but rather someone to share your life with. So some takeaways for you. If you are trying to stick it out in a situation out of pride or out of fear or out of what other people may think. I really want you to get super honest with yourself and realize it may be time to make a self-honoring choice and reach out, reach out to people that will support you out of right, wrong, good, bad thinking and kind of give you some spiritual altitude on the situation. And by that, I don't mean necessarily has to be religious or have anything to do with God or a higher power, but spiritual altitude from my point of view is looking at a situation, not in terms of good, bad, right, or wrong, But what is the highest good for all concerned? And if you're looking for a partner or if you're with someone and you just want them to be so different, write down all the things that you want in a partner, all the qualities, all the ways you want him or her to be, and then look at that list and become it. Because whatever we're looking for in someone else is what we're truly looking for inside ourselves. And if you're looking for yourself, a good place to find yourself is Bali. So you can find information on my homepage, Christinehaster.com. Just find the Bali link, or you can email jill at Christinehaster.com. Love for you to join me there. And just a special shout out to all of you who joined B-School. Got a lot of you from the podcast or in my B-School community, and this is the first week that we're kicking it off. So just really want to acknowledge all of you who said yes to your dreams. All right, everybody, sending you so much love and many blessings. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you, so please post your comments or questions at christinehasslercom slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at Christinehassler.com.